0: How do you feel when you didn't get the job, or when your plans never materialize? If you listen to the narrative that's blaring at you, you would think we are living through a dumpster fire of a year. So let's talk about gratitude. It's such a simple concept, but for many people it almost feels like a relic from a bygone era. What does gratitude do for you? Why does the Bible make gratitude such an important attitude? And how can we recapture this emotion when life gets difficult? Welcome to the Doxa Dialogue, a podcast about living life on mission for the glory of God. This week, I have a few friends back at the table with me. My name is David Rudy. I am the pastor at Doxa Church. And hopefully we still have a few listeners after (laughs) last week's podcast on the election season. We had a special out there and ventured into the gray a little bit as we tried to apply God's word but i hope that was productive and helpful for a few of you hopefully you haven't canceled me and today i have (laughs) always a worry in
1: 2020.
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes but yeah i have becca and steve back at the table
1: hey everyone good to be back hey
0: everyone really good to be back team again yes I know this is really a treat because we just had you two weeks ago and then I went solo and here you are again don't worry Ben and Brooke <laughs> and, and Amanda they're all still on the team they're they're gonna be back soon but
1: I know we're sorry guys in advance that you have to listen to us so no, much
0: we, we brought in the big guns <laughs> for a topic like gratitude what's what's going on any any uh, new updates to share with the listeners about about your lives?
1: Well, Ben and I are very hangry these days because we started a new diet plan. I was just telling Steve about it. Oh, you did. And it's not necessarily a diet. It's more of a portion control okay. type thing, but basically depends on like a sugar crash right now. He oh. is very sad to not be eating sugar. So <laughs> <laughs> we're trying Good to watch our you. words no. so we're not rude accidentally yep. as we're hangry.
2: It's <laughs> just going to make you laugh. <laughs> I, can, I,
1: can,
2: I can relate to that, but uh, you know, I've I just got this philosophy, everything with Thanksgiving. And so on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set you up yeah. Perfectly. <laughs> Be grateful for the food yeah, you have. Yeah.
0: Be grateful for that sugar you had two weeks ago. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. The cupcakes we had on Sunday to celebrate doxa yeah. turning too. Yeah,
0: we had our two our, our second birthday party. That was amazing.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> well, hey. The podcast today is going to be an important one. This is a topic that we all know it's we all know it's a biblical truth. We all know it's something our parents have talked to us for years and years about, but it's a lot harder to put it into practice sometimes when life comes at you hard and and you have a lot of pressure. So I'm looking forward to hearing what y'all have to say and let's just go to the table and discuss this. Yeah, David, um,
2: this is such a huge topic. It's actually impossible to cover all of it in a few minutes. So, I know. so we're going to squeeze out what we can. There you <laughs> go. So, yeah, gratitude. So, I, I do. I mean, I want to start these things off with a, you know, what is a, a dictionary definition of gratitude? And coming from a, a foreign country, I'm, I'm very acutely aware that words mean different things to different people. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so, I want to make sure Spice. we're talking about the right thing Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just looking at the word gratitude, you, you know, it's G R, attitude, great attitude. I mean, really, yeah. why not, you know? Yeah,
0: I like that. Why so I great attitude,
2: that? come on. <laughs> anyway, so the, uh, it, most dictionaries would kind of. Um, Qualify the word gratitude as a noun. It's basically the quality of being thankful and a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Hmm. So, you know, English language, gratitude, this is what we're talking about. Um, so I've got this this quirky thing that I do every day.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, please It's, almost, do it's tell. almost
2: embarrassing to kind of share it, but it's like, you know, I wake up and the first thing I kind of almost sing out or say out is, this is a day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and I'll be glad in it. You know? Oh, that's great. And, and it's kind of like I said a few times actually, you know, it's almost like a mantra. <laughs> but the
1: power of getting it out there, the positive. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and the amazing thing is my experience has been that, you know, it kind of frames your day. It, it actually mm-hmm. doesn't matter what the day is going to bring. You know, the attitude's already set. This is the day the Lord's made. I'm going to mm-hmm. rejoice and be glad in it. So,
1: that's yeah. great. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, so, you know, when when I think of gratitude, one, one of the things that really has stood out to me in the years was um, and. Incident with my son, when we first came to the United States many years ago, he must have been about six or seven years old, Mm. Um, and we were in Walmart and... Anyways, checking out, you know, you know, Walmart, you've got all these little sweets down the line and whatever. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so our kids, crazy, yes. you know, we, we kind of brought them up. You don't ask for stuff in the shop kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were really good about it. But anyway, so I saw something which I knew Sean liked. And so I bought him this um, little treat, sweet, and um, paid for it at the till and I gave it to him the other side. And then, you know, he said, oh, Dad, thanks so much. And he came and gave me a hug. <laughs> and there happened to be an old lady standing behind us. And she was just like blown away, like, you know, a six-year-old kid. Grateful for a sweet that he got as wow. opposed to
0: he's Aww. a rat, right, you know? <laughs> sure. He didn't cry for it and like yeah. demand it. She's like,
1: I don't see this very often <laughs> anymore these days. Yeah.
2: But um, y- 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 the thing that happened though is in my heart, like, you know, just that, that attitude that he showed kind of brought joy to my heart. So it mm. gave me a bit of perspective of maybe what God sees When he experiences gratitude Mm. from us, Mm -hmm. just you know, his disposition toward us is—I mean, as much as the word says he loves us while we're yet sinners, it must bring joy to his heart to see Mm us being aligned to his very nature. You know, showing gratitude. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, yeah. So let's see what the Bible says about some of these things, so we have a biblical kind of input as to um, where. Um, gratitude is found in the Word of God, and, mm-hmm. and both, both in Old Testament, maybe slant, and a New Testament, and we really don't have enough time to cover all the many, many yeah. passages so that many this. So many mentions, yes. Yeah. So one of the ones that struck me as I was looking through some of the examples was in Leviticus chapter 7 and chapter 12, there's a couple of verses there, that speak of a thanksgiving offering. And one of the verses kind of gives this idea that you know the thanksgiving offering that you bring must be something that you enjoy. You must be able to enjoy it, you know. So, yeah. so you consume the Thanksgiving offering, even though it was a Thanksgiving to the Lord. And so, the principle is like, you know, Thanksgiving actually brings you benefit. Mm-hmm. So, if you actually think of that lesson, it's like, wow. So, if I've got this attitude, you know, there's actually a benefit that's coming my way that mm-hmm. I can actually really enjoy. Although well, that is pretty powerful.
0: That
2: and, is uh, great. Nehemiah kind of has some passages. Um, you know, that's that. Those are. The whole book of Nehemiah is about rebuilding, um, reestablishing, and and there it speaks about songs of thanksgiving, you know. And so there's an element of thanksgiving which is related to worship um, and really— Causes um, songs to literally um, be poured out Amen. of our mouths to the glory mm-hmm. of God. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I thought that was pretty powerful. And Psalms—I mean, who could we can skip over Psalms? We did this whole series, David. Yes. <laughs> yes, and David was good at pointing out like all these different things. Songs of Summer, I think you called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah um,
1: summer songs.
2: But y- you know, when you read through the Psalms, then you suddenly see that, like Psalm 28, for example, says, "The Lord strengthens and protects me. I trust in Him with all my heart, and I'm rescued, and my heart is full of joy." And I will sing to him in gratitude. I thought, Mm. wow, that's powerful. And then the ones that you really know well is um, Psalm ninety-five and Psalm hundred. Psalm hundred says, "You'll enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give him thanks, praise his name." And so it seems almost as if, like you know, when we get into the presence of God, the only attitude which is appropriate is thanksgiving. And and in a sense, it's almost like a an entrance way into his very presence.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's almost like if you don't have gratitude, you're probably not thinking about and meditating on no. the truth of of who he is and what he's done for you.
2: Right. Yeah. And then, you know, when you go to the New Testament, there's... Few different angles that come in as well. If you look at Luke 17, I think we all know the story of the 10 lepers. And there was one leper that came back, you know, and uh, he was actually a Samaritan. He wasn't even a Jew. Mm. And Jesus says, We're not 10 cleansed. Where are the other nine? Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. That's a really um, good example. Yeah. And so, like, this action of Yo, the Lord did something powerful. I mean, he healed of leprosy in those days, an incurable disease. And one comes back and says, Thank you, Lord. And he bows down and he worships. And it's like, mm. like it's almost as if the Lord is saying, You know, this is the appropriate response to right. the work of God in your life.
1: How do uh, the other 10 already forget what happened here? Yeah, you know? yeah, it's like, Thank you, Lord. I got what I wanted from
2: you, but I don't need you anymore. You know? yes, <laughs> Whereas the Lord's looking, looking for, example. How do you respond? You know, do you come right. back? Do you recognize? You know, so yeah.
1: That's such a good example.
2: Yeah, And then the other one I thought that was pretty amazing was, and I took it from 2 Corinthians um, chapter 9, you know, that whole passage about giving, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. And um, if you read through that carefully, you'll, you, you, you'll kind of see that um, generosity is kind of linked to thanksgiving in the sense that mm-hmm. the more generous you are, um, the people receiving the proceeds of that generosity actually give thanks to God for that generosity. So mm-hmm. so it actually is a an activator of thanksgiving um, in, in a sense. And so I thought, wow, that, that's a powerful example, especially powerful in the sense that um, the Lord says he'll multiply, you know, what, he, what he's given you yes. um, because he gives you both seed and bread and, you know, seed's meant for multiplying. So, yeah, so I, I think... The whole gratitude attitude is a really fundamental part of the makeup of every believer. It mm. prepares you for the Lord's presence. It will change your perspective on being satisfied. It will produce in you the heart of worship. And it works generosity and multiplication and thanksgiving in your life and in others' lives.
0: Amen. Yeah. That's you really can't have the Christian life you can't be you can't be who you're supposed to be for Jesus if you don't have this it's mm-hmm. it's like a central part such
1: a huge mark of a Christian
0: yeah huge. it turns a lot of the wheels mm-hmm. that, that need to be spinning yeah so I mean one of the things
2: that maybe there's a thought like a kind of angle that could come in there that Samaritan that came back and gave thanks. Nobody told him he had to do that. It Mm. wasn't a law; it was an attitude of his heart. You know, it wasn't Mm. one of the Ten Commandments he was fulfilling, Um, but the Lord recognized it. He saw it and thought,
0: "Like, wow, that's
2: my nature. I see it there." You know.
0: Amen. Mm. And it brings him more glory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Steve. Reasons that I decided to get into ministry, you know, as the Lord led me into it, really had to do with the gratitude that I saw in my dad and that I saw in my youth pastor growing up. I was in a situation where I was working at a, at a secular business, you know, I saw like what was going on in the business world you know, from, from just the lowest rung on the ladder. But, but I still like saw these men who were making a lot of money. They had a lot of stress. They didn't have any gratitude. And then I looked at my dad who had a hard job. He was in the ministry. It's, it's not easy. You deal with people and there's problems you know, it's, it's, it's taxing job, but he still had gratitude. Like he had joy. He had, a a peace and contentment with his job. And then I looked at my youth pastor who, of course he wasn't making very much money. He had like four kids and, (laughs) um, and he still loved life and just was full of joy and contentment, just like my dad. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, these guys are doing something that, you know, in the world's eye isn't success or the, you know, the pride of life. It's not there, but they're happy, they're content and they are grateful to their savior. And that helped me just really see whatever I do with my life. I want to do something that I'm bringing glory to God and that I'm actually going to be content myself. And I want to have gratitude and fulfillment. And as I felt that he led me into full-time ministry, I knew if I did something else, I wouldn't be content. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be filled with joy.
1: So that's a cool example.
0: Yeah. Right, it's just another example of kind of what you were saying, Steve, of how the effects of gratitude in your life definitely impact other, other people, people around you. Well, sure. yeah. well cool and I had that,
1: the man? same youth pastor, and I mean, yeah. he really, his life affected me that way too. Obviously, and the same dad. He had the same <laughs> but, father, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I've always thought that about him and his family too. They were just very good examples of that, and it stuck with me a lot too right. as a kid. And, and as I was thinking
0: about this, you know, gratitude doesn't come necessarily from our own achievements. You know, that's a little different if you think about it in one sense. Like, you work hard, you feel good, you definitely get a sense of pride from doing a good job and being successful. And there's nothing wrong with that, enjoying the the fruit of your labor. But that's a little bit different than being being grateful gratitude is something that doesn't just come from receiving a gift either I mean it definitely plays a part but you can be given everything Mm -hmm. and if you just get everything handed over to you you could become a spoiled brat you Mm -hmm. know you can just look down on others and you and you can always want more so I really think if you're really narrowing this down and thinking about it on the deepest level, gratitude comes from a proper understanding of who you are and you know your place in this world and then you see the biblical concepts of grace and mercy. Yes. Th- those gifts that are given to you, that's real gratitude to really differentiate it between all the other emotions and the feelings that we have. You realize I don't deserve salvation. I I was yeah. a sinner who rebelled against God and I wasn't even searching for him but mm-hmm. he came after me. Like mm-hmm. and and he forgave me of something that I could have never repaid. Mm-hmm. That in the proper perspective of who I am, my place is a hopeless lost sinner who's been given everything, mm-hmm. who's become an heir of the kingdom and a child of God. Now I have an eternal sense of gratitude that can really shape everything else about my outlook in life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think this does also play into what we just talked about recently in James 3, where in James 3, 13, he talks about the meekness of true wisdom. And true wisdom has a sense of meekness, which is this, this strength under control. We realize that it's a gift given to us by our great God. God is for his glory. We were created for his glory, and I will find gratitude when I see my salvation, mm-hmm. and really I don't have to have anything else in life. Maybe you've talked to people who they're going through a hard time. I, I've had friends in the past who really want to get married. they they just have had the worst of luck, never can quite get meet the right girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, one, one friend of mine in particular, for years we talked about this. It was like a reoccurring conversation, just like the ups and downs. And the poor guy w- wanted a good thing, you know. Yeah. He, he wanted a wife. He wanted to be a dad. And, and it was just not happening for him. And, and there was a season of his life where he got really angry at God about that because um. it never fell into place. And then he came to the point where I remember, never will forget him saying this. He's like, David you know what, I've been given salvation by God and I don't really need anything else. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, mm-hmm.
0: that's that's enough. Mm-hmm. Anything else that ever happens to me is just a bonus at this point because I've already been given the mm-hmm. gift of salvation. That's true gratitude.
1: Yeah, that makes so. me think through, you know, that, that passage, I believe it's connected to a parable, and I'm trying to remember which one, about just who is forgiven much. Mm-hmm also forgives much. Yeah. And that's so true of looking at the gift of salvation. It's the lady with the
0: alabaster jar. The alabaster yeah. jar.
1: There you go. There you go, would. Steve. <laughs> this is why we need Steve at the table.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. Life isn't a competition to just get all you can and can all you get, if I can use that phrase. <laughs> I've heard
1: that one in a while. I know, I, I've,
0: I've thought maybe I should stop using that one, but like, I know people, there's still like people it's out true. there that like, like canning, right? It's still a good thing. Gardening is it's never going to go out of style.
1: 2020 kind of revived it.
0: Yeah, exactly. We, we're, it's coming back. <laughs> but if that's your motto of life, Gratitude is gonna be missing. Gratitude gratitude is never gonna be in that thirst for more, that like unsatiable like I gotta get it now and I it's it's just mm-hmm. not. But that is right. That is what we that what we hear all the time in the culture around us. Oh yeah, us. Mm-hmm. the
1: world is throwing
0: mm-hmm. that at yeah, That's the world, yeah. and it's probably not just America, right, Steve? Is mm-hmm. that is that pretty much? I, I
2: think that's probably human nature. You'll find it yeah. all over the world. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and I
0: think
2: sometimes, like gratitude, you, you almost have to look at antonyms. You know, it's like, <sighs> like but it's not. Ingratitude—it's—it's it's the sense of entitlement, or mm-hmm. a complaining, or a critical attitude, or you mm-hmm. know, I deserve this as opposed to no. Well, you, you got life, man.
0: I know <laughs> God's mm-hmm.
2: given you that. You got eternal life, even more. You know. <laughs> I
0: know. I know.
1: You break it down yeah. to you know, like you're breathing. Yeah. Wow, that's a big deal. <laughs> a you know what has to happen for that to be the case? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And there's always going to be something else that that we desire in life, too. It's like, you right. know, you the meet the thing. right person, you get married, and then the next thing is, well, I want to have kids. And then you mm-hmm. have a kid. And then there's there's always something down right. the road that yeah. we will look to in this, mm-hmm. in this world. That's why we have to remember God is giving us what we need. He is for us. We are created for him. And as we live with gratitude, we are going to impact others and, and and shine his light and affect others in the way that he's created us to do so. So I think we all have kind of like some practical takeaways at the end of our postures here. But like, if you have gratitude, life isn't going to be as stressful. Mm -hmm. It's just not because it's not all on you. You're not all just always working for the next thing. Mm it's gonna be easier to let things roll off your shoulders because mm-hmm. hey, you know what, this this thing happened, it was unfortunate, I, I didn't wish for it,
1: mm. but
0: I still know my savior, I still know that he has my back, I know what he's done for me in the past. And again, your joy will be contagious and when your joy is contagious, life is more fun. Life is lived to the fullest because you're not just living for yourself, you're living for his glory and in that, you find completion this is why gratitude is so crucial. It really is a core central element of living the life that God has for you. Mm. If you're upset, you can recover from it every time by doing two things, by being grateful for what God has done and using that motivation to love other people and to serve other Mm. people. That's how we do his will through our lives. So it's like, I'll just leave with this. When you do have difficulties, when you have hardships in your own personal lives, and I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast right now are going through very hard Mm -hmm. things, family members that have health problems, just personal issues, besetting sins. All those things are so hard and can really zap our gratitude. But if we just say, look, I know what God has done for me. I know he has a plan for me in the future. And, I'm going to love people and serve people. Gratitude's going to come into play, and we are gonna we're gonna get past it for His glory.
1: Gratitude gets the very essence of what it means to be created finite, fallen, redeemed and sustained by the god of all grace. Hmm. That is not for me. That's a quote from John Piper. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I I was going to say Becca, go, Becca. Yeah, That's good. <laughs> yes, yeah, stand aside. John. We should have
0: used that as the opening of this whole podcast.
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, great article there by John, but um I just really couldn't agree more. Gratitude is such a huge mark of a Christian, as we've already spoken about, but it really, really makes a difference. I think one thing to remember as we're looking at the topic of gratitude was that, really, at the heart of the fall was ingratitude that, you know, I've been given all of this, but I still want more, or I think God is withholding something from me. You know, so it really is like you were saying. He was just age old. It's part of human nature. Um, mm-hmm. It's still at the heart of what's fallen about us today. In Romans one twenty one, it says, "Although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him." And again and again, you know, in the Old Testament, especially in Psalms, it's gratitude that's the response to his deliverance for his people. And Psalm one hundred 4, 4 and 5 tells us to give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. So, you know, how can we look at God and what he's done and not be grateful? That intense gratitude, you know, that we feel when we look at the cross, when we look at how Jesus died in our place, is just incomparable, Mm -hmm. but I think you asked, you know, and even in the title of this podcast, what does gratitude do for us? Yeah, And I have just four things that I wanted to point out among the others that have already been pointed out today, which were so good. But first one would be that it keeps us from covetousness, the Mm -hmm. sin, and from even idolatry. Which is linked <laughs> linked together really. Because when we're thankful for what God has given us, like you were saying, David, and really see things that way, we just have a harder time, you know, wanting what other people have or mm-hmm. you know, ascribing glory to the things that don't matter as much as Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And another verse I think of with that is just First Corinthians ten thirty one, for whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when you have as a kid, you know, you're happy with your toys in your house. You you can you can go over to somebody else's house and not just like want all their toys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, but if you don't have anything, and and you don't really realize that you have something, like you're gonna you're gonna want everything that they have. I know that's a really that's probably an illustration that only a parent of like elementary age <laughs> kids and toddlers You just see it every day. As, yeah.
1: <laughs> All day, every day. Um, but yeah, and the second thing I wanted to point out was just how much gratitude makes us look outside ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it actually connects us to something bigger than our own selves. We always talk about that at camp, actually, with kids, kind of like you were saying. Um, It's really good for people to have to connect to something that's greater than themselves. You know, you're getting kids away from just their screen and they're having to actually be part of maybe a team and and care about something, you know? And, you know, Psalm 23 is such an example of this because David is looking at aspects of God's provision that we might take for granted you know you make me lie down in green pastures mm-hmm. you restore my soul really gratitude is a gateway to god's court so this is again psalm one hundred one through 5. make a joyful noise to the lord all the earth serve the lord with gladness come into his presence with singing know that the lord he is god It is he who made us and we are his we are his people and the sheep of his pasture Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. And that truly is worship. And Steve, you mentioned this already. But just it is so powerful to look at that image of entering his gates with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what if we thought of gratitude as the literal doorway into worship, you know? And that's literally, you know, that's what our podcast is all about, right? Living life on mission to the glory of God, Mm -hmm. doing it all in his name, for his namesake, you know? So that is just something that I wanted to leave us with. But I know for my own life, one of the biggest examples that I have of gratitude is just a couple years ago, And probably most people who know me and Ben know this story, but we had just moved here Mm -hmm. and God had kind of brought us through just a lot to even get, get here. And Ben was looking for a job. Long story short, he had been going down one Avenue and the Lord had really closed that door. Mm. and so we were at a point where we literally were not making enough money to you know to live on to pay our bills and there was a couple months that were just really dicey <laughs> and we were living with a lot of stress at that time and I know some listeners may be in this boat so I if you're going through that I I feel you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is so hard. And we were really just at a place of, you know, every day Ben was going out trying to find work, trying to um, sell. He was doing a different type of insurance at the time. And, you know, he just... Would come back and, oh no, I didn't make a sale today. And we'd just feel so much stress and we'd be praying, God, we need to be able to, you know, feed our family. Please do this, this, this. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. bad that we were asking or praying and we were trying to have good attitudes. But we finally reached a point where this one day we just said, hey, we got to stop striving so much here. We Mm got to stop, you know, this this cycle of just please, 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 please. And we just got to sit and be grateful for what we're going through because it can grow us. We've got to be grateful for whatever God gives or doesn't give us. You know, we just have to sit here and thank God. So we prayed and some of you might know the story, but it was so cool. Ben literally said, amen. We prayed and just thanked God. We just worshiped him with our praise Hmm. and Right after he said amen, he he went back upstairs and he opened his computer. He started working again, and he had gotten an email from his now boss, <laughs> offering him a job interview.
2: Come on, oh, wasn't? Awesome. Yeah, isn't
1: that so cool? And so I, it was such an example in my life that I will literally never forget. And I mean, I mean, I thank God. Like every day for Ben's job that God provided, because mm. we're able to do this, we're able to be yeah. at this church and 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 pl- and help plant an awesome work of God. You know, and it's we're grateful us. for you. <laughs> but you know, we're able to be here because He has you know a job to put a roof over our heads, and I just thank God every day for that. And it was such a huge example in our lives, and so I just want to leave that with anyone who might be. In the same boat, <laughs> you know, just, just do the act of worship of giving God praise and see what gratitude can do.
0: Well, that is going to be all we have for tonight about gratitude, but let's not end this conversation. Let's carry this conversation on and we would love to hear feedback from you. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast from, but you can always download it directly from our website. You can also find us on Instagram at doxa underscore dialogue, where you can give us feedback. We would love to hear some things that you are grateful for. And we'll just spread that contagious joy to to others, and we'll see God do some really, really great things in the future. So thanks for listening. You are love.